Hey guys, Ron Stone here. Outlawed live with Ron Stone every Tuesday night at 7. Just going to be me tonight. Jason had some work to take care of. So it's me, myself, and I. We might have uh, Josh Runyon join us here in a little bit. Special guest tonight uh, following an awesome weekend at the Polar's Championship in Nashville, Illinois. Uh, Doug Meisinger out of the state of Kansas, diesel super stock champion of the 2022 uh, Pullers Championship. Uh, the Outlaws, really good showing by the Outlaws this this past weekend. Um, great show there. I actually watched the live stream on Friday night. Uh, loved what I saw there. Was unable to catch on Saturday night. Of course, my daughter graduated uh, and had a graduation party for her, so was unable to catch that live stream Saturday night. But what I heard was awesome uh, for the Outlaws. Doug Meisinger, first place both nights in the Diesel Superstock class. Uh, sweeping that to being the overall champion, of course. Um, Donald Nelson, legend Donald Nelson out of Cat Spring, Texas, uh, sweeping the super modified two-wheel drive class. Um, yeah, Jerry Setter, Doug did uh, make Kansas proud. Jerry Setter, a full of fellow Kansan as well. Uh, Doug Meisinger, I was actually joking with uh, my dad and a few other people. It's like in the diesel super stock world, you know, a lot of the folks that uh, – they know the NTPA tractors and, and, and some of the stars of old, but Doug Meisinger is not a name you heard uh, very commonly in the diesel superstock world, uh, especially east of the uh, Mississippi River. But uh, I think they know who Doug Meisinger is now from the great state of Kansas. Um, another comment there, Facebook user said it was good to meet Doug, said he killed it. He absolutely did. Um, yeah, Scrappy is one mean Moline, Todd Vaughn. I, I, you know, announcing for the Outlaws in, in 2021, um, the hooks for the diesel super stocks pulled and the ones where Doug attended uh, was a pretty good show. Um, of course, the champion of the class uh, was uh, Van Beek, Taylor Van Beek. But my singer and Goodwin put on a couple of clinics last year. They both had a couple of hooks over 400 feet in 2021. So I knew this tractor was really going to come out and make his presence known. Uh, Scrappy, the, the Moline out of Kansas. So yeah, great show for the Outlaws. Uh, I mentioned Donald Nelson sweeping the two-wheel drives. Um, Doug Meisinger sweeping the diesel superstock class with his Moline. Justin Hoffman uh, takes the overall win in the uh, light superstock division winning Saturday night. Um, Cameron Neves, uh, modified tractors. Uh, he'd only run that tractor with three Hemis one other time, and that was at uh, the 2022 uh, National Farm Machinery Show. I uh, missed the setup on it there, but he had it dialed in in Nashville, Illinois this past weekend. Two second place finishes, just missed out on that overall championship there, but a good showing for the Outlaws overall. Um, of course, uh, the high strung. Uh, uh, out of Gallatin, Missouri, that crew did a really good job winning their Friday night. So awesome weekend for the Outlaws. Uh, Kelsey Davidson having a, a, a rough ride there on Saturday night. Glad she's all right. The tractor, uh, from what I hear, maybe, maybe it bent a wheel uh, on that pass, but hopefully that's all that was done to the tractor. And most importantly, Kelsey is fine. So one of our young guns with the Outlaws. We're going to have Doug Meisinger on tonight driver of the Scrappy and the 2022 Pullers Championship champion uh, in the diesel super stock class. So maybe joined by Josh here in a few minutes. And I asked Doug to join us about 710 to 715. So he'll be jumping on here pretty quick. Uh, for those of you that watched uh, uh, the Pullers Championship, you know, tell us what you thought. I've heard nothing but good things uh, about the show. Um, oh, Charles, Charles Posh chiming in, said she was not happy referring to Kelsey. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she was pretty rough on herself after that pass there. So it's a learning process. I mean, she's a young gun. She's a young driver. And, you know, whether it was her fault or not, you know, you learn how to figure these things out. And... You know, nobody's perfect and it happens to the best of, you know, it happens to the legends sometimes. So you just got to put it behind you and move forward. And um, 
I think uh, Kelsey's going to be a force to be reckoned with this season. Um, thanks, Charles Posh, for for commenting there. Jay Sams, love the diesel supers. Man, who doesn't love the diesel supers? Awesome, awesome class of diesel supers there this weekend. Um, would love to see good one make the make the call, but I think he was waiting on parts is what I've heard. A common theme we hear quite often here these days, waiting on parts. Uh, yeah, no, Doug, Doug had it together, Robert Davison. He uh, definitely had his ducks in a row uh, in Nashville. Weather held out. I mean, initially it looked like the weather might be a factor. Weather held out. Great weekend. Um, yeah, Jerry Setter commenting again, said he worked there. was good. It could only get better. And they're already working on next year. And that's, that's what you want to hear. So, um, and you know what, for a first time event, you know, usually that first time event is kind of rough, but from everything I've seen, everything I've heard, um, they had it together. And I think the crowds, there are only going to get better, uh, in the second year, third year, et cetera. So good job to everybody there at uh, Holzhauer Motorsports and all the folks at the uh, Polar's Championships. And uh, thanks to all the outlaws that went and attended and and uh, kicked a little butt there too as well. So uh, thanks to everyone and all the organizations that went to the show there. It was, it was a great show. Um, yeah, Charles, um, yep, yeah, on Goodwin saying that he was waiting on parts. Um, Russell Dostal, one of our fans here on Outlawed Live, went to it all the way from Pierce, Nebraska. I know exactly where that's at. We'll definitely attend again. Great pullers, guys, did an awesome job putting it together. Agreed. Um, Shannon Pointer, great pull, great weekend. Definitely go again. These are the kind of comments that, uh, uh, that we want to see there. We want to hear uh, about the pullers' first annual inaugural pullers championship. So go back here, make sure I didn't miss any messages. Yeah, chime in, let us know where you're watching from. And uh, as soon as we get uh, Doug Meisinger on here, we'll bring him on live. Um, Shannon Pointer went from Horse Cave, Kentucky. Where's Horse Cave at? Brad Cottle went, watched the live stream both nights. It was awesome. Agreed. Brad Pointer, where's Horse Cave, Kentucky at? I've heard of that. I'm not sure where it's at. I, I lived in Kentucky for a couple of years. Just curious. Once again, Jason unable to be here with us tonight. He had some work stuff to take care of. Um, but I'm sure we'll see him back here next Tuesday night. Uh, next Tuesday night, we'll be broadcasting live from the home of the Outlaws in Rock Valley, Iowa. And look who it is. We've got Josh Runyon. What's up? Hello, Tom? hello. How are you, Ron? How are you, buddy? Oh, pretty good. Busy. Busy and hot, but other than that, good. Yeah. Shannon, your horse cave. Can we just look at where trying to figure out where Horse Cave, Kentucky was off I 65 between Louisville and Bowling Green? Mm -hmm. there, so. Very nice. Yeah. We're just talking about, did you watch the. Uh, the live stream this weekend of the Polar Championship. I did watch both nights of it. What a show. And uh, the Outlaws put on a pretty good show I, there this weekend. Outlaws went to Illinois and kicked some tail. They represented I, very well. I was talking a few moments ago about um, Doug Meisinger and uh, how that name might not have been uh, – well known in the diesel superstock world as far as with some of the, the NTPA guys, but I think they know who he is now. Yes, definitely went up there and earned some respect. Doug put on a well of a performance both nights. So we're going to bring Doug on here in just a second, but um, Texas boys did pretty well. Donald Nelson went down there and, and uh, took his broom with him and swept as well. Yes, Don went up there, you know, had both the two wheelers with him and then had Dustin's two wheeler and all of them laid top notch performances down. Don sweeping the weekend. Couldn't be happier for him. Doug making a weekend sweep. Justin Hoffman coming out on Saturday night and 
showing them how it's done with his tractor and taking the weekend. And even though he didn't get the win for the weekend, man, Cameron Neves on the Cotton Candy Modified, he took that thing up there and hang hung with some big yeah. names. Definitely special uh, mention to to his work there. That that team yeah. for not uh, being. I mean, the tractor for the most part is still a brand new tractor to him. I mean, mm -hmm. just you know learning this tractor, the ins and outs of this tractor, and how it behaves with two engines. And he's ran it twice with three engines, and that was just this past February in Louisville, Kentucky, at the Farm Machinery Show. And the setup got the setup wrong on it, uh, yeah. But I think he had a setup pretty good uh, this past weekend. Yeah, he did. He went down to Columbus there three, two or three weeks ago, and made a test hook down there with it just to kind of make sure he had his weights figured out and stuff. And he was happy with it. Took it up there and made a good showing. You know, I, I don't know if you caught everything that happened, but Friday night he burned a piston up, completely rebuilt the front motor front right motor on Saturday. They thrashed on it for about nine hours, getting it rebuilt, put back together, and then come back out Saturday and take another second place. Thought he had to show one for the longest time, but Steve Bunny judged him out there at the very end. So, Yeah, the, the, the three uh, the three Vaney Hemis with 1471 Superchargers uh, going against four Hemis with, uh, what, 871s, I believe, or 1071s on them. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it was Brian Knox come in there and, and helped him get that, that one uh, piston figured out, put back together, got the engine put back together and second place, both nights for Cameron Neves, uh, Bryce Terry also doing a great job winning that light yeah. superstar class on Friday night. So yeah, the outlaws were well represented at the Polish championship. Yeah. Uh, Charles Post saying it is now we're talking about, uh, Doug Meisinger's name being known in the diesel superstock class. Mm -hmm. uh, Jerry Setter, great to see the Outlaws, NTPA, and PPL all compete together and help each other. Have fun afterwards. It was epic. That's awesome. Uh, Charles Bush brought in Knox, fixed it. Huge effort for Neves. Um, yeah, burn a piston. There. Yeah, I don't know if you heard Justin Hoffman's interview there Saturday night. I did. He was, I did. He was making a Saturday night yet, actually. <laughs> Justin made a mention when they were interviewing him that compared to the other two major associations, the outlaws are, I don't know if I would say looked down on, but thought to not quite be on the same caliber by some people. And I think we definitely went in there and earned some respect and proved that, Hey, we can compete with anything y'all can. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, let's bring in tonight's guest. We've got, from the great state of Kansas, Mr. Doug Meisinger. How you doing, Doug? And we're going to test out the limits of his internet here. Mm -hmm. Are you still with us, Doug? Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now you're you're out and you're way out in western Kansas, almost Colorado. Yep, seventeen miles from the Colorado line. <laughs> you're you're out of Goodland, right? Yes, sir. Goodland, Kansas. Okay. People that have never been across Kansas, it's a long, flat drive out there across the state of Kansas. So, yeah, uh, puts That's on a few miles in the summer. From now, Doug, you did you have any idea you were going to go to this thing and uh, clean house? Uh, you know, run with the outlaws, just like what you guys are saying. Some people think it's like a regional association. It's really not. It's tough running there too, just like it is anywhere. Got guys like Matt Goodwin. Matt Goodwin can go and run anywhere. And if you can get up there and run with Matt, you're pretty safe to make them other guys work for it. And we knew we'd be able to push pretty hard. We didn't. Yeah, we're losing your audio. The video is, uh, we're not losing the video. We're losing some of the audio. It's just kind of in and out, Doug. Uh, uh, yeah, I was trying to bring you in on my iPad, and it didn't want to work. Okay. <laughs> Taylor Van Beek had a question for you. I don't know if you could see the comments here, Doug, but uh, you just want to know yeah. where your your hat was from Saturday night. It's it's hanging in the trailer waiting for the next poll that he's going to be at. <laughs> Would that be Ravenna? Uh, I think so. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Home of Brooke <laughs> Berenger, yes, the Nebraska football star that died in an accident. Gotcha. Yeah, you're going to have to bring the uh, the the hat this summer. Doug, oh, I, think. I, I usually wear it at every poll. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking, Doug, you need to get another one of those and glue it to the top of your helmet. Oh, that, way, that way there's no question whose helmet that is sitting there in the pits somewhere. Uh, we can do that. <laughs> now, Doug, how long have you been pulling? Uh, we started about 2005, I guess. Um, kind of grew up around it. My dad pulled back in the 60s, 70s, and then we got to farming too much, and the farm crunch hit in the 80s. It was pretty much over. So then we started. My brother started a little bit before I did, and then we started in about 2005. Okay. What's, what's your brother pull? He had a light mod. Okay. Um, he ended up selling it here a couple of years back. And then uh, right now he's gathering pieces to start building another another one. Now, was it a, did. did it have a Mopar motor on it? Yeah, it did. Yep. Okay. I, I've met him. Uh, yep. I ran the Flint Hills truck pullers. Uh, yep out of Emporia and he came down and pulled with us. I, I know one time he came down and pulled with us yep. down there. Yep. It seemed like it was purple or something. If I remember purple right. and yellow sure yeah. was. Okay. I remember yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, Charles Poche, it was good to meet you, Doug. Awesome job. See you out there on the road again soon. Yeah. All those guys are awesome. They did a, an awesome job with that event. I'm surprised any of them are awake because they all work their butts off. <laughs> Um, Daniel Heltebron, hope I'm saying that correctly. Seeing Scrappy was awesome. That tractor was dialed in. The power was in the hair, he says. Gary <laughs> <laughs> uh, said, had a question. Was Kryptonite your first tractor? Yes, it was. Started off as what's known today as the 8500 Light Pro uh, 466 tractor. That class, we was trying to get it going out here in, in the western part of the world and just really hadn't taken off. And I had always wanted to build a super, so a reasonable thing to do is to stack more turbos on it. There you go. <laughs> now, how, how long have you been running that tractor as a diesel super? The kryptonite? The scrappy. Scrappy? When did we think in 2016 or 17 i believe that's when it was we put it together it was a uh, that's the old high strung chassis that mark almer oh, okay. um mark was building that into something else and we split the block in kansas city on kryptonite and i said i was wasn't going to fix it i was going to sell it and before we got home the tractor had a new home and it's now chris bates's tractor Gotcha. That's the unknown. The unknown. And so we come home and starting to gather pieces to put another one together. And then Mike or Mark had this wild idea. Let's take my junk and his junk and put it together and build a tracker. So that's how we come up with Scrappy. Mark Omar has a lot of wild ideas. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's, he's led me astray several times. <laughs> he tends to make a lot of those wild ideas reality as well. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> He's a mad scientist in the tractor pulling world. Yep. So, I mean, Scrappy really isn't that, hasn't been pulling a diesel super stock class very long, man. I mean, 2016 no. is not very long ago at all. Um, one thing that, uh, I, that I think is neat about the tractor is how you painted the name Scrappy on there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That, that may or may not happen a time or two. <laughs> the, if you haven't seen the tractor up close uh, on one of the frame rails, uh, it looks like oil has spilled out over the frame rail and somebody took their finger and wrote scrappy in the oil uh, that it spilled over. So that's how it's painted on the side. So uh, pretty neat uh, way yeah. to put the name on there. We, uh, <laughs> Doug, I'm curious. On the broadcast, Leroy was talking about Saturday night. You know, new power plant in the tractor for this year. Saturday night, he said that you were claiming it was hurt. Yeah. If that if that was hurt, I would hate to see it at full power. So, 
you care to elaborate on that? We were waiting and waiting for new parts. Um, and it was coming down to the crunch time. So about two weeks before the poll, we decided we're just going to have to put the old junk back in it because the new parts just didn't hear. So I did the Mark Almer thing again. I started going through my scrap piles of stuff that I don't throw away and kept honing liners and finally found six of them that looked like they were hold a piston. So we put, put some old junk back in it and we went back there and it was it was healthy when we went. I mean, it wasn't healthy when we went. It was it was hurt. I was just fortunate that it made two two good runs. It had a lot of crankcase pressure and pushed a lot of oil out of it. But she's mm. not by no means a hundred percent yet. Got you. Now this this is the old power plant, or these are just parts from an old power plant? Parts from the old one. Um, the only thing that we really our new new setup it wasn't done, wasn't here. We planned on going back there with a completely different setup and it we just wasn't getting the parts in time to do it so we ended up just having to go and gather up all the old pieces and put it back together okay it it should have and could have ran a lot harder than it did if it would have been truly truly fresh and the real thing wow well um, you found some good old pieces yeah <laughs> that's that's why you don't throw that old junk away because they're making it you needed it and yeah, we found that day. Kryptonite, Robert Mine. How many, how many cans of juice get that tractor started? Uh, I'm assuming he's referring to the ether there. Yeah. Yeah. My wife used to be pretty known with that tractor for wearing a beer belt that would have ether cans in it. <laughs> <laughs> it pretty much lived on ether until we got it hooked to the sled and got the motor wound up. A little ways and then she would take off running and away we'd go it it wouldn't stay running on its own hmm. the uh diesel super stock class uh doug is pretty well known for uh uh catastrophic engine failures and and things coming apart i mean the schedule this year i think what what is it 17 hooks we have for you guys it looks like it yes you uh you gonna be able to make all those hooks are you are you going to run the points this season? That's all to be determined as to whether it stays together. <laughs> you, you can go into it with the intentions, but the way the outlaw point schedule works, it it's a crapshoot as to who can just stay together. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if everything checks out on it now, I may try to run this motor for part of the season and new parts get here, then we'll try to freshen it up somewhere mid-season. If we can do that, we'll have a chance of maybe being able to run all year. So it's it's hard to run it like we are and make that many hooks and keep it on the track. I mean, you guys are, I mean, what we're going to, here we go. We're going to go to the horsepower question again. I mean, <laughs> when we talk about what you guys are doing, these, these power plants were not designed to make even a fraction of the power they're making. I mean, what, what neighborhood are you in with horsepower on this track? I honestly can't even tell you. We we have no clue. We've never been to a dyno. Never been on a dyno. Our, wow. our dyno is the data logger and hooking to the sled. If we're beating them, we had enough. If we don't beat them, we need more. <laughs> well, usually the answer we get is not enough when I ask how much horsepower you're running. No, yeah. there's never enough. That's usually the uh, answer we get. Russell Dostal was bought him a scrappy T-shirt Saturday night. The might see some more of those scrappy t-shirts you selling t-shirts this past weekend yes we did we sold a lot of them good deal that, that made the fuel fuel bill a little cheaper coming home <laughs> yeah anything to help that fuel bill good lord yep well doug here's another question i was asked this weekend and i had a ballpark idea but didn't know an exact answer how many pounds of boost are you making on that thing roughly um this weekend we was only running 280 just only, just 280 huh? only 280 it's, <laughs> it's capable of a lot more but we we wasn't pushing it like that i was kind of knew what the parts were and trying to be on the conservative side yeah marty samuelson is asking if you're going to be at ravenna said he i'm assuming he's not going if scrappy's not going to be there and we're planning on it all right there you go marty 
Scrappy will be at Ravenna, Nebraska. And geez, what is that? Three weeks from now? Yeah, it's yeah. just right corner. Wow. It'll be here before you know it. Uh, hard to believe. So, um, where do you see yourself going, uh, Doug? I mean, in in the world of pulling, is this is this where you want to be in the diesel super stock class, or do you have other aspirations? Is there anything else? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's the answer then. So, I mean, diesel supers, the roots of the class, and to me, the rest of them are all just classes that was created after it. You know, if I can't run, if I can't run diesel super, I'll probably buy a faster airplane and do something else. <laughs> you've got a few hobbies. Tell us about your hobbies. Now you've got your pilot's license, and uh, yeah, you're flying around the country from time to time. What else you got going on? Oh. A little bit of everything. We, uh, we, wife and I race horses. We live out here on the ranch. I love doing machine work, like building stuff. You know, it's just. You have any, any every, other hot rods? Day life. What's that? Any other hot rods? Nope. No. No. So you're, where's the furthest place you've traveled to uh, as far as flying your plane? Um, South Texas. South Texas. Um, only 280. Um, look at Charles Posh's comment here. Yeah. Not sure what to, oh, We've, 280. 280 pounds of booze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you look right. down there at Jerry's comment. Oh, Jerry. Yeah. 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 Talking about. Blake Ray's are saying some of them's 300 to 350. Yeah. Yes, we run on a, a lot of those guys run on a pressure setup and we're running a little different setup than what everybody else guys run. We are on a high volume, move a lot more air so we don't have to run quite the pressure to get the power out of it. Um, right. Like when we run against Esden there at Wisner, we had it up in the 300s then and it's just too much for it on the amount of air that we're moving. Um, Charles says Bergie will tickle 400 pounds. That's insanity or nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and boost, boost pressure is just a restriction. You know, you got to get it through there. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Marty, will all three of you guys be at Ravenna? I assume he's talking about the three of us here. I will be, uh, Doug will be, Josh, you're not going to be there, are you? I will not be, you know, Fred Pesh going to be up in the booth. Yep. He's excited to get to announce his grandson for the initial First ride on the track. So that will be track. awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Robert Miner, what's the best track? Where do you like to pull at the most? Your favorite place, Doug? Um, it's a toss-up right now between Rock Valley and uh, Wisner. Both of those tracks are are good power tracks to where you can really use what you have. Um, this, I would probably have to go with Wisner. It's just always been my favorite place. Don't lock that answer down until we get you to Chicken Shade, Doug. <laughs> That's a struggle there now. <laughs> you got to have class first, Josh. Well, you gotta have, you takes gotta have time. Class takes time. You got to have class and you got to get blade graves on the hook. That'd be a close yeah. for them guys. Yes. Gary said he's planning on being out of Ravenna. Awesome. Cool. Uh, Doug was bragging up his big KW with the 60 series under the hood. What's going on there, Doug? <laughs> we, that was the other part of the struggle. We uh, had to put a new motor in the toter before we went and we backed it out of the shop. My brother took it for a test drive on uh, on Wednesday, so we loaded everything up on Thursday and headed east. So we <laughs> we made it without any issues. It was kind of a gamble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens. Uh, yeah, that was two two things I said I would never own. One's a T six hundred Kenworth, and the other was a sixty series Detroit, and I've got them both <laughs> in one package. <laughs> never say never, Doug. No, and drive it all summer long, you know. So, what's have you heard anything in the rumor mill and about your class with the outlaws this summer? I mean, we're gonna 
Is there anybody new uh, going to jump in there and pull with you guys? Um, there's a new tractor in Ravenna. We'll see if we can get him out and keep him on the track and running. Um, that comes out of the bad Bradley camp. So okay. we'll get that one. And there's some others um, possibly, but that's it's down the road. Yeah, nothing, I, nothing this year. Okay. Um, I haven't talked to him in a while, but uh, Anderson, David Anderson. Yes. I, I think he bought uh, the Red Royal. The old Red Royal tractor, which was a good running machine. I mean, you know, Cowtown Showdown in 2020, that tractor won the class. Um, yeah. What's his plans for that tractor? You know, do you keep in contact with David or? Um, last time I talked to David, it sounded like the power plant out of his cast chassis was going to be going into that one. And I haven't heard from him how that's proceeding. So I really don't know when when to expect it out. But David was getting to the point where his tractor was running pretty good and making rugged power. And he just didn't have the front end weight to control it. All right. Um, Jim Birch is the Iron Elk returning. Well, now we're getting into some history. iron elk. Yeah, that'd be Warren Rop's old tractor, wouldn't it? The iron elk. Yeah, I've heard a little rumor that might be someplace in Iowa, but I'm not sure where it landed. Hmm. That would be interesting. Be curious to see how that plays out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we like to, we like to hear a little bit of the rumors here. What's going on in the rumor mill? Yeah, class, but uh, you never know. Sometimes some of that stuff comes true, and sometimes it doesn't. And we've we've kind of got Esden on a hook. I'm I'm pulling on him pretty hard to keep coming this direction, but we'll we'll see how that works. And we'd love to have him. I mean, folks like to just oh, his yeah. name alone, Doug, will will draw some people in. You know, I mean, he's oh he is, uh, and he's a good time. You know, he he enjoys the people and. There's people that have only seen him on TV, you know, they've out in this part of the country that never had the chance to see him in person or the tractor run in person. And that's great that they can just like, just like Wisner this year. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah, he was a star there. Uh, we should have yeah. got him a table. If we'd have known he was coming, we'd have got him a table. He could have just signed autographs there. He probably wouldn't even got on his tractor. He just sat there and talked to the people. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Robert Davidson, Wiederholtz habit called smoking weed. Uh, must be referring to the, the iron elk. Iron elk. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I know they have a couple tractors, uh, smoking weed and uh, a little weed. The Wiederholtz do. I didn't realize that was the old iron elk. Uh, Todd Vaughn, how many do you expect in your class at Ravenna? Um, what's your guess on that? Um, I'm hoping for six or seven, hopefully five or six. So yeah. I, I was, I was thinking eight, I was hoping for eight. So I'm a little yeah. more optimistic, I guess. <laughs> It'd be great. Um, just, I know some of the guys are struggling with parts yet. Um, you know, every class that's, uh, that's the theme is, you know, wait, yeah. parts. you know, some classes are waiting specifically on rods, you know, and, and some yeah. turbos and you just, um, uh, it's what's going on in the world right now and in the, and in the country. So, yep. so if you have any questions for Doug Meisinger, uh, put your question up there. Tell us where you're, you're tuning in tonight. We're, we're live with Doug Meisinger from Goodland, Kansas, driver of Scrappy, uh, winner champion of the 2022 Polar's Championship. This past weekend in Nashville, Illinois, he's the overall winner. Um, and of course, you're definitely the overall winner, obviously, when you sweep the class both nights. So, yeah. Um, oh, that was a, that place was awesome. That was a good time. Um, it kind of brings in a new approach to polling. Um, just an independent event like that that was well run and the support yeah. that it had. Mm -hmm. the the track there brad holzauer i mean he's he's a big pulling fan so. oh yeah i mean yeah. he's he's got big plans for the future of this and 
big plans for next year. So, and he was he was right out there in the midst of it. You know, he wasn't a from the behind the scenes guy. Right, right. Yeah, well, I think everyone yeah. did a good job there. With go ahead, Josh. I was just going to say it was definitely looked like a top notch event. Obviously, you know, Ron and I weren't there in person, but everything seemed to be really well laid out. They had their ducks in a row organized. Yep. There wasn't a lot of lag and downtime throughout the show. So. No, no, and I'm sure they've all learned things and stuff they can improve on, and that's that's part of it. They're aware of it and know what they need to do the next time and. Absolutely. They, they were asking for opinions and I'm sure they got more than they wanted, but they, <laughs> they're they're looking at trying to make this thing something that you're normally not gonna see. You know. I'm sure they'll if they haven't already, they'll have a meeting and you know, they'll all go over what worked and, and what oh, yeah. what might not have worked so well and what they could do to make it better. And you know, that's that's just how you do it and uh yep. I'm sure it'll be it'll be bigger and better next year. So Yep. Uh, Robert Miner has a question for you. Would you ever pull a green one? Why, well, sure. We used to have a green motor in, in Kryptonite. We, we would paint it fluorescent green just for Superman. <laughs> now, those of you who don't know what he's referring to is Matt Goodwin is a huge Superman aficionado. He's a big Superman uh, nut. And... That's why all the references to kryptonite here. So pulls in the same mm. class, the diesel superstock class with Doug Meisinger. Oh, and we we had fun with that over the years. We would we'd give Mason his son, which now was in his twenties. He was just a little guy in the early days. We'd give him little green rocks and he'd put them in his pockets and take them home with him and we'd leave those <laughs> little green rocks on Matt's tractor once in a while. Just, <laughs> just all in fun. That's what it's all about. Sheldon Nelson, would you expect a big class in Rock Valley with Rockwell changing their date? You know, that's kind of what we are expecting there. You know, when uh, COVID I, year, Rock Valley was packed. I mean, we couldn't have put another tractor in the place, I don't think. Uh, I'm hoping to see some Minnesota tractors coming down to Rock Valley. The other guys that we were hoping to see, like Travis Slavic and some of them, Dot they in TPA put the pole down in Dodge City on that same date. So if they're going to chase points, they're going to be in Dodge City, um, which is only 150 miles from us. It's what we were talking about this last weekend. We're going to pass each other going down the road. Those guys are all going to Dodge City, and we'll be headed to Iowa. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm hoping maybe we can get like Dagan Hearts and. Guy Bleckinger and some other guys out of Minnesota to come down. Yeah, I mean, talking about another well-run event. I mean, Rock Valley, the Valley Pullers there, they they put on a great event. Yes. Well-oiled yes. machine there at Rock Valley for sure. Yeah. Yep. It's a very, very similar setup as far as the pull as to what we experienced this year in, or in Nashville. Um, you know, the pole, the pits, everything's just right there real real close we had uh it was a COVID year i think there was 178 hooks there we started at seven on friday night was done at 10 30 10 45 something like that just a little over three and a half hours yeah. that many tractors and trucks down the tracks just incredible yeah and that's something outlaws have always done a wonderful job at and that's that's moving equipment down the track you know keep keeping the show moving uh, and the outlaw app after being at this poll i mean these guys have done a great job but that is one thing that if you're an outlaw puller you are spoiled with the outlaw <laughs> app yes you can sit there and you can see when your class needs to go up when you need to get to the scale what the order is what the results are without <coughs> running around in the dark yeah right I'm trying to find the right a, person that knows what's going on yeah it's uh Definitely, we had a successful launch of that app, you know, last season. So, yeah, we hear a lot of what you're saying right there. A lot of praise for the app. So, yeah, mm -hmm. and even for pullers, you know, we're driving down the road and we can pre-enter, and they they know we're coming. We may not be there yet, but yeah, they they know we're on the way. Yeah. 
Dustin Corliss is commenting on your uh, your wardrobe there tonight, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Are those guys paying you or what? No, they're not paying me. I just uh, got so darn many hats and shirts, man. I try to wear something different, spread it around a little bit. So, you know, <laughs> I, I don't have a scrappy shirt yet. So maybe we can make that happen this year. And we might be able to fix you up. Get that on here too. So, you know. Dustin, tell us what we got to do to get uh, Donald on here. We've, I've been trying to get Donald on here for a year now. <laughs> we need to get Mr. Nelson on here sometime. Good Jim Birch referring to, I thought it was 178 or so. I mean, shoot, that's darn near 200 at Rock Valley. Yeah. Uh, Dustin, Scrappy, where's your hat? Man, you're going to have to just wear this all the time now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we might even have to just start selling them things, I guess. There you go. <laughs> That's a good get some, idea. Get some yellow tipped ones made up there, Doug, you know. Yeah, yeah. The official Scrappy hat. Yeah. yeah. yeah Taylor, Taylor Van Beek, he's, uh, he's always threatened me with that hat. He's He's threaten to get my trailer and burn it so oh it'd be on then <laughs> uh, we, we may have to get him one let's see uh mario Ogwin. he wants a scrappy shirt how's he get a scrappy shirt Beth? well since he works for us i think i can probably fix him up <laughs> take it right out of his kick right doug yeah yeah <laughs> there you go yeah, he's he's pitched in with us and helped with some stuff on Scrappy type of type with wiring and a lot of times when it comes down to crunch time, we'll grab some boys from the shop and kind of point them in some directions and get it done. There you go. Um, yeah, Russell, I think I put this up there already, talking about the new Texas Bullwhip shirts. Um, yeah, I need somebody to help me get Donald on here one night. I mean, shoot, he's an outlaw legend. And, yeah. Have uh, you ever noticed when you're sitting in a group of people, you don't even hardly hear Donald saying anything then? Yeah, yeah. Seems, yeah, pretty quiet, keeps to himself. And, uh, yeah. You know, so it's yeah. tough to he's get got, some guys he's on got, camera. He's got an accent that you could sit and listen to all day if you could just get him yeah. to talk. That's it right there. Now, you catch him after the pool. He's a little more talkative. He's a little more talkative. <laughs> if it was a good day, if it was a bad day, you don't want he don't want he don't want you around. But if it was a good day, after the pool, you can get him to talk. He was he was feeling pretty good in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. that old yeah. camp was all lit up. We were all of the pretty much the outlaw crew was over there hanging out with him. Absolutely. Yeah, that uh, awesome weekend for the outlaws. So. Um, yeah, we'll be pulling in three weeks in Ravenna Diesel Superstock class. Um, and you guys are pulling. The last pull will be in Spencer, Iowa. I think the yep. Diesel Supers are there in Spencer. Um, Sounds like they're putting us out here in Colorado, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's going to be a big event. Um, yes. We went out to that event last year um, just to watch and help out some of the guys that were going. And what they have going on there that's it's kind of like the something you don't ever see it's it's not a typical tractor pull there's there's so much other stuff going on and happening there it's kind of a a go-to deal if you're going to be traveling from somewhere because there, there's so much to do in that area yeah it's uh and they're talking about just making it bigger each year they're they're wanting to yeah. make you know that desk a destination event you know like you said uh, yeah where you know the whole family comes and makes you know a whole weekend of it and there's something for everybody and yeah and that's their goal and running three tracks there uh, yeah this year so haven't seen that done in a while honestly and, yeah. I'm, and I'm hoping a lot of the outlaw pullers will travel out you know there's a lot of them that say well they've got family that lives in Colorado or live in that area and it'd be great if a lot of them would make that trip yeah that'd be awesome it'd be well worth it um, looking forward to it for sure um, you know, that, uh, 
pulling season is coming up and uh, we actually have a contest, new contest this year. Um, talk about it a little bit. Uh, Case IH and the Outlaws are going to be giving away uh, two trips to the National Farm Machinery Show in February 2023. All expense cool. paid. Uh, hotel accommodations. Um, also giving away prizes, Case uh, IH merchandise, T-shirts, hats, etc., as well as Outlaw merchandise, Case IH uh, championship banners all throughout the season. So stay tuned to uh, Outlawed Live. Um, all season long, we'll be running every Tuesday night at 7. And that, uh, that new contest, which will start in June, and we'll go live on that the first week of June on the website. So go to outlawpulling.com. And you'll find that link on the website where you can enter that contest and uh, win some pretty cool stuff from Case IH and the Outlaws and throw your name in the hat for all expense paid trip for two uh, to the 2023 National Farm Machinery Show. So that's coming up in June. Keep your keep your eyes out for that. Uh, That'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Ron, you're talking about the Case IH banners that we give away. You know, we try to do it at every pool. It doesn't happen at every single one, but we get the winners to sign the banner and give it away to a fan that was there that night. We need to try to get a couple of the bigger shows, maybe the Rock Valleys and the Wisners, where we can do uh, two banners and bring one on here and give it away on Tuesday night as well. Well, that's, you know, we didn't get, you know, we tried that last year and it was kind of tough at some of the events to get everyone to sign them. And then it was kind of tough uh to find a way to give them away you know we yeah. did the trivia uh and and you know it was like what's what's the best way to do that so you know we're going to start drawing some names for those and we could still give away a banner at the event if we do you know some of the bigger events do some trivia or something uh to give away a banner um the famous ron stone mullet contest the mullet the best mullet absolutely and uh doug might have to come out with a new hat with uh, a, a mullet there you go. Get in the uh, contest there. So, yeah, yeah. There you go, Doug. If you ain't nothing wrong with a good mullet, ain't nothing wrong with a good mullet. You build no. another tractor, you can play off the one of the East Coast boys and have the silver mullet. <laughs> silver mullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure if I'm an outlaw member anymore. I got a phone call from Taylor Van Beek the other night. Or it was Taylor and saying the. Uh, my application to uh, the outlaws had been revoked. I'm going to have to go find someplace else to pull. Oh. He didn't want to pull with me all summer. <laughs> Somehow the check got lost. Not sure how that happened. Yeah, yeah. Oops, and you missed the deadline to uh, get another check in there. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> so, awesome, Doug. Uh, anybody you'd like to thank here before we, we get done tonight? Any sponsors? Uh, just anybody that helps you? We don't have any sponsors. This is totally on us. Um, Rodney Davidson, Decent Performance Engineering, him and I have worked on this and Levi, his son, we've worked on turbos and we've dedicated one whole year and I don't know how many different turbo packages we just blew up just experimenting. And that's why the front of the tractor looks like a war zone. But um, we finally got something and that seems to be working very well and holding up together. Um, it's not really straining it by no means. And Jim and Weimer's injection, um, once we got everything going with the turbos and we just run out of fuel and they come up with some stuff for us to, to get the fuel system where we needed it. Awesome. And they're, they're the two that we kind of lean on the hardest. Everybody else were pretty much on our own. So good deal. Well, Doug, we love to see that yellow Moline in the pits when you show up, man. I hope we get to see you get every single diesel super stock hooked this summer. Uh, congratulations on your win this past weekend. Absolutely. Uh, appreciate it. There's a lot I was pulling for you, and uh, it was awesome to see you there in the winter circle when it was all said and done. I appreciate it. Thanks. So thanks for coming on tonight. Doug Meisinger, folks, from Goodland, Kansas. Thanks, Doug. Have a good night. Thank you. See you guys. See you, Doug. Yeah, Jerry said it was going to be a fun summer. I, I agree. It's going to be great this summer. 
Absolutely. Uh, and he is going to have to, uh, he's going to have to get some of those hats and sell them, I think, and yeah. put something about Scrappy on there. He, he started something there. Definitely, definitely. The silver mullet. Did you come up with that yourself? I did. It just, you know, it was one of them things. So but, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, Thomas Gimmons got a comment for you there. Yeah, I, I seen him there, old Thomas, <laughs> Mister Monster Truck. So, Mister Monster Truck. Huh? Yeah. Where's Thomas Kimmons at this week? On the road, headed somewhere. Yeah, going somewhere to blow some smoke with somebody. You know. He's wrenching for a monster truck team. Who's he wrenching for? I'm not sure if he's wrenching or helping with the show itself. He's following a monster truck setup around is all I know. So I think he's helping. I think he's actually working for the show, but maybe the show, Thomas, maybe you can clear this up. Maybe the show has one of their own trucks or something, but hmm. he's doing a little bit of everything. He's Thomas. He. Thomas has never been known to do just one thing. He's got his hand in everything he touches. So, gotcha. He's he's probably wanting to get behind the wheel of one of those monster trucks. Probably. <laughs> Lord, I hope I'm not at that show if he does, because I've I've seen replays from way back when you know <laughs> things go wrong and they get up in the stands and stuff, and I could just that was back, in, that's back in the old days. That don't happen anymore, Josh. <laughs> Had some technical you do, fall down? Nope. I uh I forgot to plug my uh, computer charger in. It was about to die on there. You have that. Yeah, I plugged it into the computer. I just didn't plug it into the wall. So we had good weekend up in Illinois. Yeah, awesome. Ravana coming up in three weeks. Nordheim is this weekend. You are you announcing that show? Yep, we're we're leaving out Thursday to go down there for that pool, if you've never been down to Mayfeast, you live anywhere in Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, well worth the trip down to Nordheim, Texas there. They got the pool. They got uh, barbecue cook-off. They, all kinds of stuff going on down there. They have a local pool, an antique pool on Saturday during the afternoon. Texas mini rod pullers come out and do a show Saturday. It's just there's a lot of cool stuff to do down there. Now, is there a new... John Deere getting, or a new driver possibly pulling uh, out of the Medding camp this weekend? Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, it's What's it's going to be an after the, after the show thing. Okay. First time in the seat, just getting a feel for the tractor. He won't be in competition with it until next year, but get a little seat time. He actually got to pull last year in the antique. He pulled their G model last year, but they're going to let him take the bullfrog for a ride after the show, possibly. So gotcha, gotcha. Now he's how old? I uh, he's fifteen. I think he turns sixteen here within maybe a couple of months. So okay. I think she's uh, going to need a bigger truck, or he's going to be doing <laughs> going to be doing the uh, Donald Nelson thing. Well, and, you know, well, he's got another one coming up right there in the reins. I mean, they got Carly. She's coming up. I and mean, right now she's into showing cattle, but I'm sure we'll be seeing her in the seat of one of the vehicles before too much longer, you know. Conley moving up, going to start driving the Bullfrog maybe, so maybe she'll take over the G model John Deere there, the antique for now. And I guess at that point when she gets old enough, he'll just have to build another one. Wow, that's that's awesome. John Lance said Nordheim is one of his favorite pulls there. He's John, yep. Two-wheel drive puller. It, uh, it's a good one. Make sure you get news. down there and see John at hard times, too. Little news for you here, Josh, and news for everyone uh, else out there in the, in the outlaw world is uh, something that just transpired here in the last few days. The 7,400-pound modified tractor points finale it's official now. It will take place in Lufkin, Texas. I've heard about this. In October, so pretty excited about that. The guys in Lufkin are stoked. Um, they're yes. putting even more emphasis on the, the two-day truck, outlaw truck and tractor pull there, um, pushing it up even higher in priority than the drag racing. 
the Saturday night show will be later than it was the past two years. It'll be at five o'clock, five p.m. The Friday mm-hmm. night show will be at seven. Uh, that's Dragon and Pulling at the Pines is the name of the show there in Lufkin, Texas. Um, going to be a great show. I've got added money in there uh, for all the classes actually. So uh, yeah, th- these guys want to. They want a good show down there, and, and they want to bring the big boys in and. And they want them competing for for all the marbles uh, there in Lufkin. So points finale for the Diesel 3.0 Limited Pro Diesel pickups and the 74 mods takes place in Lufkin, Texas, in 2022. Now I've heard, and maybe you can clarify this, Ron. The schedule that's out right now is it still the 14th, 15th, 15th, 16th, whatever, or did they bump it to the following weekend? It is the following week. Let me see if I can make this bigger here. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I can make that bigger, but uh, you can see it there. Yeah, I can't even tell. that. Yeah, that is actually the wrong date on there. It is the following weekend. It's the 21st and 22nd. Okay would be uh, the date for that event. So, yeah, we need to get that corrected. But awesome event if you've never been there. Uh, man, it's a super fun event. Big diesel truck show. Uh, beautiful trucks. Semi-drags on, on the drag strip. Uh, the drag strip's under new ownership now. Um, and whoever took it over is really jumping in there and, and – and cleaning that place up even better than it was before. All new equipment, all new PA systems. They're adding uh, bleachers for the truck and tractor pull. Um, that will hold uh, 3,000 plus mm-hmm. on one side. They're still going to have uh, the redneck row on the other side where you can bring your pickups in and <laughs> and and sit in the, in the tailgate of the, or the bed of your pickups on the back of your flatbeds. But yeah, new uh, bleachers coming in to hold 3,000 plus. Uh, awesome. Two two classes will will end the season there in Lufkin with points finale seventy four mod and limited pro diesel pickups. Uh, Fantastic! It's going to be a good deal. Hey Ernest, yep, we're on this year two days this year Friday and Saturday. Me and you need to get together. We need to have a conversation as well. So. Good deal. Good deal. All right, buddy. I'm glad you were able to come on, hang out with us tonight. Hey, glad to be here, man. Glad to be here. I know your work schedule doesn't always allow it, but uh, man, good to have uh, Doug Meisinger on there. Uh, yes. Outlaws, once again, did a great, great job uh, uh, there at the Pullers Championship in Nashville, Illinois this past weekend. So congratulations to all the winners, not only Outlaws, but all the winners there, all the folks there at the uh, Polar Championship, uh, great job all the way around. Brad Holzauer and all the crew there, uh, great job. Kudos to you guys. But uh, we're going to call it a night. Um, Josh, thanks for coming in, buddy. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to Outlaw Live. Tune in next Sunday or next Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Thanks for tuning in. Good to see you all.